Argyle Street. This is BillPot.com, The Week in Georgia, in English, coming to you from Glasgow, Scotland. Sorry we missed last week. Today is Thursday, the 19th of July, 2018, on this date in 484. Roman usurper Leonidas is crowned in Tarsus, modern-day Turkey. He has enough time to name some officers, mint some coins, before forces of Emperor Zeno retaliate. 998, Fatimid forces defeat a Byzantine army at the Battle of Apamea in northwest Syria, leading to a 10-year truce between the two sides a couple of years later. 1817, German Georg Anton Schaffer leaves Hawaii after a failed attempt to seize the kingdom for the Russian American Company, a colonial entity chartered by Tsar Paul I. 1900, the first line of the Paris Metro opens during the World Fair. 1920, the Second World Congress of the Comintern meets in Petrograd and Moscow. They'll be known for developing the 21 conditions for membership in the Communist International. 1979, the Sandinista National Liberation Front enters Managua, Nicaragua, ending rule by the Somoza dynasty, which has ruled the country since 1936. Birthdays are in 810, Muhammad al-Bahari, the Persian scholar, known for his Sahin al-Bukhari, one of the most trusted collections of hadith for Sunni Muslims. In 1893, Soviet futurist poet Vladimir Vladimirovich Mayakovsky, born in Baghdati, Kutaisi um, Imereti region, known for his originality and experiments with the formal elements of poetry. In 1963, Austrian young adult fantasy novelist Gareth Nix. I'm your host, Mark Mullen. If you'd like to comment on the forum or ask a question, go to tbilpod, tblpod.com, or send us an email at tbilpod, tblpod, at gmail.com. An American couple, Ryan and Laura Smith, and their four-year-old son, Caleb, were murdered by a 19-year-old shepherd in Duchetti two weeks ago. The shepherd, a South Ossetian IDP named Malchaz Kobaudi, apparently agreed to help them get to a waterfall in the Kanda Gorge, According to the prosecution, an initial confession by Kobaudi, Ryan Smith expressed concern that Kobaudi's reckless use of a hunting rifle could injure his child, at which point Kobaudi shot Ryan. Kobaudi then tried to attack Laura, who fell off a cliff while trying to escape. Afterwards, he shot the child as an attempt to hide his crimes. Kobaudi then hid the rifle and buried the child's body in a glacier, but later disclosed the location to police. Interior Ministry officials also mentioned that they would be investigating Kobaudi's mental health due to the gruesome nature of the crime. Initial reports said that the family had been killed in a flash flood, and police say they began their investigation on charges of negligent manslaughter because Laura's body didn't have signs of violence and Ryan's was covered in so much mud they could not see the bullet wounds. Another report from a local official said that Kobaudi made sexual advances towards Laura before the murders. Despite his initial confession, Kobaudi said in a court hearing that the Smith family was killed by two foreign men who threatened to murder Kobaudi's family members unless he claimed responsibility for the killings. The Smith family lived in Marnauli and had dual Georgian-American citizenship. Ryan Smith was the founder of the NGO Rewoven, which aimed to promote local carpet-weaving culture while providing economic opportunities to rural women. Laura was an English teacher. Georgian far-right groups have used the desk to accuse them of being CIA spies. They, I did not know them personally and had not met them, but they were widely loved and respected by everyone who knew them and ever met them. And in addition to that, that NGO is a really, really cool NGO that I 
I hope will uh, will continue. It's an unbelievably tragic crime. Prime Minister Mamuka Bakhtadze's cabinet was approved by Parliament on the 14th. Eight ministers from the former Prime Minister Georgi Kvitikashvili's cabinet remain, including widely criticized Justice Minister Ted Lukiani, the new Minister of Finance is Ivana Machavariani, former Chief Commercial Officer at Geocell, who said that he will focus on digitalization of the finance, finance sector, um, which doesn't really mean very much. The new Minister of Economy and Sustainable Development, it's Georgi Kobulia, a doctor and former senior partner in McKinsey's Moscow. He said that he will focus on regional and rural development, small and medium-sized businesses, and attracting agricultural investments. New Minister of Education, Sciences, and Culture and Sport is Mikhail Batiashvili, a former rector of the Business and Technology University in Tbilisi. He said that he aims to implement comprehensive educational reform in the shortest amount of time possible with subsequently fast results. Opposition parties criticized the choices, with the United National Movement Member of Parliament Roman Gotseridze saying that the new cabinet was of the lowest quality with its knowledge, experience, and skills, whatever that means. I would say that they, the things that they have said are quite interesting. It looks like they want to move fast. They feel pressure to try to do something, although there's not a great unity of vision in terms of what they want to do. Clearly, they have been told, come up with a plan that needs to be implemented quickly and seriously and say you're going to do it and do it, um, whether or not that'll work uh, or not is, uh, is not clear. That's what the national movement did immediately upon getting into office, um, rather than what this government did, which is not much upon getting into uh, office. Um, but it, it, it's clear that they feel that there is pressure to do something right now, um, particularly related to the economy. Shalva Tadumadze, head of the government administration, has been confirmed as chief prosecutor by parliament following the resignation of Irakli Shotadze during the height of the backlash over the Khorava Street murders in May. Tadumadze was approved with 101 votes for him and two against. European Georgian and United National Movement MPs criticized the choice. Two other candidates were shortlisted for the position, Nino uh, Gogniashvili, an assistant professor at Tbilisi State University, and Shalva Shavgulidze of the Free Democrats. Gogniashvili failed to receive any votes from the Prosecutorial Council before the parliamentary vote, while Shavgulidze withdrew from the race, citing concerns about the lack of transparency. European Georgia uh, MP Otar Kahidze withdrew from the Prosecutorial Council process as well after his request to permit live coverage of the proceedings was denied. Local NGOs have boycotted the entire process, saying that the new nomination should wait until the appointment process is uh, reform. Prime Minister Bakhtadze also appointed Minister of Interior uh, in, Internal Affairs Georgi Gakharia and Minister of Regional Development and Infrastructure Maya Skitashvili as, prime, uh, as Vice Prime Ministers this week, while former Minister of Internally Displaced Persons from the Occupied Territories, Accommodation and Refugees, Sosar Subadi, and former Minister of Education and Science Mikhail uh, Chenekeli. Uh, were named official advisors. The Ministry of Internally Displaced Persons from the Occupied Territories Accommodation Refugees is to be abolished in Bakhtadze's reforms, while Kelly was replaced by Mikhail Batiashvili. Former Minister of Corrections Kaha Kachishvili will become the new head of government administration replacing Tadumadze. The Ministry of Corrections is to be merged into the Ministry of Justice. Four more minors were killed in an accident in Tribuli on the 16th, bringing the total number of minor deaths in the town to two, 218 uh, into, in 2018 to 10. 
Six more were injured in the incident, which authorities believe was a tunnel roof collapse caused by a methane gas explosion. Two of the six are in critical condition. The Imereti Regional Police Chief said that all 25 of Tribuli's mines would be closed until they could be further inspected, while Prime Minister Bakhradze said that the mine in question would be closed until there could be a high-quality inspection, as opposed to the previous low-quality inspections, one would imagine. The mining company is committed to paying the miners one month's salary while the mines are closed. There's pressure to permanently close the mine, which is operated by Sakhnach Shiri, a subsidiary of the Georgian Industrial Group, a company owned by former UNM MP David Bejuashvili. However, a group of miners and uh, Tribuli residents uh, have been protesting in order to keep the mine open, noting that 1,200 families rely on income from the mines and that Tribuli would be abandoned if the mines closed. They want workplace safety standards to be implemented and enforced instead, and the resignation of Sakhnach Shiri's administration. President Georgi Markvalashvili was nominated, has nominated Otsneba-backed Georgian Energy Development Fund CEO Turnike Rizhvadze as the new head of the government of the Autonomous Republic of Ajada. Previous head Zurab Pataradze stepped down early this month. Gocha Gugunava, a businessman turned politician, was also put forward as a possibility by the group of local by a group of local civic organizations, as was former Otsneba Executive Secretary Armas Akhvladiani, who was chosen by several opposition parties. There were initial concerns that Mark Velashvili would choose one of the opposition candidates because the constitution of the Autonomous Republic of Ajata does not require the consent of the central government in the appointment, unlike the constitutional uh, constitution of Georgia. If Mark Velashvili had done that, the Supreme Council, Ajata's Legislative Assembly, did not approve the choice, he might have been able to call for early elections for the council. Opposition parties denounced Mark Velashvili's decision to nominate the Otsneba-approved candidate, saying that it demonstrated his obedience and dependence to Otsneba. Uh, Rizvadze now has to present a new cabinet to the Otsneba-dominated Supreme Council and then have the cabinet composition approved. UNM and, uh, and European Georgia have agreed to cooperate uh, in the October presidential elections. If one of their candidates makes it to the second round of the upcoming presidential polls, the other party will back the candidate in the election. The two parties have also said they will not attack each other in the run-up to the elections and that they will work to mobilize voters. The agreement was signed in Belgium at the headquarters of the center-right European People's Party, whose president also signed the agreement as an endorsement. Prime Minister Bakhtadze is in Brussels for his first foreign visit as prime minister. He met with representatives from the European Commission, the European Council, and NATO. Italian President Sergio Mattarella visited Georgia. He met with President Marco Lashvili, Bakhtadze, um, Zalikiani, the new foreign minister, uh, parliamentary speaker Kobachidze, Patriarch Ilya II, and addressed the Georgian-Italian Business Forum. Mattarella is the first Italian president to visit Georgia. Belgian Minister of Foreign and European Affairs, Dieter Reinders, visited Georgia earlier this month. He met with Zalikiani, the new foreign minister. European Commissioner on Human Aid and Crisis Management, Christos Stilanidis, and head of Georgia's Emergency Management Service, Georgi Mrebrishvili, signed an agreement to increase ties between the EU and Georgia in the areas of civil protection and disaster risk management in order to bring Georgia closer to the civil protection mechanism, which coordinates assistance in those areas across the EU. The agreement focuses on key areas for disaster prevention, preparedness, and response, including forest fires, floods, and search and rescue missions. While in Georgia, uh, Stili Kanidis also met with Prime Minister Bakhtadze and Speaker Kobachidze. 
Interpol, Europol, and the French, Spanish, and Georgian police collaborated in Operation Kus to arrest 129 people suspected of organized crime early this month. Most of those arrested were Armenian, but two Georgians were as well in Madrid and Valencia. Georgians will be charged with membership of a criminal network and money laundering. European Georgian MP and acting OSCE Parliamentary Assembly President Gigi Tseretelli was elected president of the OSCE Parliamentary Assembly for 2018-19 during the annual session in Berlin last week. The final declaration after the session included a non-binding resolution titled 10 Years After the August 2008 War in Georgia, co-sponsored by Otsneba MP Sofio Katsarava that covers the usual Georgian calls for Russian withdrawal and various condemnations, the Russian delegation objected to the resolution. While attending the NATO summit in Brussels last week, U.S. President Donald Trump uh, said regarding Georgian NATO membership, at a certain point they have a chance, but not right now, but that the Georgian delegation has made a very favorable impression on him, presumably during the NATO-Georgian Commission meeting that Trump and Mark Vilashvili both attended. Mark Vilashvili also met with NATO Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg, Georgian issues uh, were discussed both in the overall Brussels summit declaration and a separate NATO-Georgian declaration. During an interview with U.S. channel Fox News shortly after meeting U.S. President Trump, Russian President Vladimir Putin said that NATO expansion in Georgia and Ukraine threatens the security of Russia. Yawn. South Ossetian journalist Tamar Mayrakishvili has accused Georgian Deputy Minister of Reconciliation Lasha Darsalia of blackmail for purportedly calling her in February and demanding that she stop speaking negatively about the Minister for Reconciliation, Kedavan Tsikilashvili. Mayrakishvili also criticized the Georgian government for not doing more to help her as the South Ossetian government pursues politically motivated charges of slander and forgery against her. She says that while Georgian authorities mentioned her in cases, uh, in international meetings, no one has reached out to her, so they can't be presenting her cause very well. She wanted a five-day hunger strike to begin to bring attention to her case, but says that she can't prove details about the blackmail attempt due to her precarious situation in South Ossetia. Darsalia says that the ministry fully supports her and that there must have been some misunderstanding. The four-year-old child of a, a Kazakh citizen has been murdered in Gonio outside of Batumi by an Uzbek friend of the mother's last week after the mother left the child in the care of a different friend while heading to Turkey to work. The mother has apparently been unable to return to Georgia to bury her child after having her passport seized and being deported from Turkey to Uzbekistan. A Georgian soldier died during training exercises on the firing range near Akhatsikhe, the Georgia the soldier apparently felt unwell, was hospitalized with symptoms of heart failure, received direct cardiac massage before dying, an investigation has been opened into the possibility of negligent manslaughter. Ten villages in Chuberi, in the Chuberi area of Svaneti, were cut off from the main road after the river Nenskata flooded earlier this month. Nobody was reported injured. Locals have blamed the construction of the hydroelectric dam on the river, but the company says it's not to blame. Five people were injured in a border Police helicopter crashed during, the landing, during a landing in Kacheti near the border with Dagestan. The injured were three pilots, a police officer, and a border guard, all of whom were taken to the hospital in Tel Aviv. Tbilisi hosted the Open Government Partnership OGP Summit this week, featuring representatives from 76 participating countries, various international organizations, 
and so on, sharing ideas on making their government more transparent, accountable, and responsive to citizens. Robot Sophia, a Saudi citizen, spoke at the summit as well, saying, Georgia's an amazing country. I feel very welcome here. I find your ancient language and alphabet intriguing, and I find the architecture and clear glass on your parliament building impressive. My designer, David Hansen, also designed my head to be open and transparent. I think it's one of my best features. Among other things the, that were uh, said, she did a sort of mock interview. She also visited the Tbilisi Public Service Hall. Georgian-American basketball player Zaza Pachulia has left the Golden State Warriors for a one-year contract with the Detroit, Detroit Pistons. He's he was removed from the Warriors starting lineup in February after a few incidents that some categorized as dirty play or aggressive clumsiness. Open Democracy Russia wrote about the rise of the far right in Georgia. They note that Georgia is one of the most homophobic countries in the world and then cover the events in the last year, starting with the march by the ultranationalist Georgian March last July, calling for an end to the uncontrolled migration of Muslims. The Bassiani protests and counter-protests and new involvement in electoral politics. New supporters are often found through Facebook and coverage from gossip magazines and sites has perhaps unintentionally, helped spread their message. OC Media covered a video released by the governor's office in Femmel Cartley promoting the region um, that it's received a backlash for excluding the Azeri community, which make up about 42% of the region. While the region is 43% Muslim, the video features nine shots of Christian churches and activities and none of mosques or anything Muslim. They also omitted things like Azari dress and dance while including the Georgian versions. The office um, in charge admitted later that the film did not show the diversity of Femo Cartley very well and promised to work on, a more, diverse, on more diverse videos in the future. Local NGO, uh, the Supreme Spiritual Directorate of All Georgia's Muslims, released their own version, which adds the area's Islamic and Azari heritage to the original video. Chai Khanna covered three ethnically Azeri Georgian uh, women that are breaking barriers. One is, uh, one is one of the three female actors at the Haider Ali of Azerbaijani State Dramatic Theater in Tbilisi, also a journalist by training. Another journalist founded a community, community radio station, Radio Marnauli, with an open mic policy that allows anyone to express their opinions on the radio. OC Media also wrote more about workers' rights violations in supermarkets, this time a story about Nikora workers being forced to purchase expired goods and getting their pay cut without notice. Staff are also required to pay for goods shoplifted and to work excessively long hours, up to 90 a week. Workers also noted that there are cameras in changing rooms, rendering them uncomfortable for most staff, uh, a problem also seen recently in grocery, grocery train Fresco, Sopo Kiladze, the head of Parliament's Human Rights Committee, expressed strong feelings about the case, saying there is no place for slavery in modern Georgia. Representative of the Labor Rights Group Solidarity Network expressed surprise at Kiladze's remarks, noting the government's historically poor record on workers' rights. Chai Khan also covered the lives of Georgians, uh, of Georgia's customer service workers who make poor salaries with awful schedules. Little joy and few opportunities for advancement. One-third of Georgians still live in poverty. With a 14% unemployment rate, companies don't need to compete for workers. Georgian Journal wrote about a new project, Kvevri.xyz, that is 3D printing Kvevris in an attempt to create better ones. The technology allows a Kvevri to be made in hours instead of months, needing about a week, including drying time. 
They are also apparently more durable than traditionally crafted ones. The group hopes to bring large-scale production for the wine industry. All this stuff to read is posted on our forum. This week's dive bar number is 34, the age at which NBA players such as Zaza Pachulia begin to be referred to in the media as aging plotters. The Union of uh, Tbilisi Museums will host a flirt evening dedicated to a 19th century literary salon game with Persian origins involving flowers, a Russian book from 1830, and the secret language of love on the 20th at 7 p.m. DJs Toke, Nachebia, a very cool person, and Salome will be playing at Mtkvadze in Tbilisi on the 21st starting at 11 p.m. The Netherlands Swelink Orchestra will be performing a free concert of Richard Wagner's The Ring without words at Tbilisi's Vake Park on the 22nd at 9 p.m. Georgia Astronomy Club will be meeting to observe a full lunar eclipse on the 27th at 9.45 p.m. at the old Hippodrome in Tbilisi. Telescopes and cameras are hoped for, but not required for this free meetup. Tbilisi's Patara Gallery in Rose Revolution Square underpass presents Alyssa Berger's behind-the-curtain installation accompanied by music from imprisoned techno artist Michael Todua through the 3rd of August. The installation deals with the cultural conflicts affecting Georgia today between the Orthodox Church, homosexuality, clubs, and drugs. Project Art Beat presents Tbilisi Tbilisi, a group show curated by Natia Bukia about the way the city has influenced and inspired artists and galleries. The show runs every day except Mondays until the 25th of August. Tbilisi's Rike Park will host street musicians wave every night until the end of September, featuring different live musicians from 7 until 11 p.m. That's it for this week. My Twitter address is at TXTBUK. Our email is tbilpod at gmail.com or post the form on our website, www.tbilpod.com. And from Los Angeles, we'll finish with, from 2001, Jungle Telegraph by The Eels.
Yeah.